Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Exodus chapter 34. The Lord said to Moses, Chisel out two stone tablets like the first ones, and I will write on them the words that were on the first tablets which you broke. Be ready in the morning, and then come up on Mount Sinai. Present yourself to me there on top of the mountain. No one is to come with you or be seen anywhere on the mountain. Not even the flocks and herds may graze in front of the mountain. So Moses chiseled out two stone tablets like the first ones and went up Mount Sinai early in the morning as the Lord had commanded him, and he carried the two stone tablets in his hands. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed his name, the Lord. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands, and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. Moses bowed down to the ground at once and worshipped. Lord, he said, if I have found favor in your eyes, then let the Lord go with us. Although this is a stiff-necked people, forgive our wickedness and our sin and take us as your inheritance. Then the Lord said, I am making a covenant with you. Before all your people, I will do wonders never before done in any nation in all the world. The people you live among will see how awesome is the work that I, the Lord, will do for you. Obey what I command you today. I will drive out before you the Amorites, Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in the land where you're going, or they will be a snare among you. Break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, and cut down their Asherah poles. Do not worship any other god, for the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous god. Be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in the land, for when they prostitute themselves to their gods and sacrifice to them, they will invite you to eat their sacrifices. And when you choose some of their daughters as wives for your sons, and those daughters prostitute themselves to their gods, they will lead your sons to do the same. Do not make any idols. Celebrate the festival of unleavened bread. For seven days, eat bread made without yeast, as I commanded you. Do this at the appointed time in the month of Aviv, for in that month you came out of Egypt. The first offspring of every womb belongs to me, including all the firstborn males of your livestock, whether from the herd or flock. Redeem the firstborn donkey with a lamb, but if you do not redeem it, break its neck. Redeem all your firstborn sons. No one is to appear before me empty-handed. Six days you shall labor, but on the seventh day you shall rest. Even during the plowing season and harvest you must rest. Celebrate the festival of weeks with the first fruits of the wheat harvest, and the festival of ingathering at the turn of the year. Three times a year all your men are to appear before the Sovereign Lord, the God of Israel. I will drive out nations before you and enlarge your territory, and no one will covet your land when you go up three times a year to appear before the Lord your God. 
Do not offer the blood of a sacrifice to me along with anything containing yeast. And do not let any of the sacrifices from the Passover festival remain until morning. Bring the best of the first fruits of your soil to the house of the Lord your God. Do not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write down these words, for in accordance with these words I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. Moses was there with the Lord forty days and forty nights, without eating bread or drinking water. And he wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the covenant law in his hands, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them, so Aaron and all the leaders of the community came back to him, and he spoke to them. Afterward, all the Israelites came near him, and he gave them all the commands the Lord had given him on Mount Sinai. When Moses finished speaking with them, he put a veil over his face. But whenever he entered the Lord's presence to speak with him, he removed the veil until he came out. And when he came out and told the Israelites what he had been commanded, they saw that his face was radiant. Then Moses would put the veil back over his face until he went in to speak with the Lord. I'm sure you recall that Moses had previously come down from the mountain and the children of Israel were worshiping the golden calf. And out of disgust, Moses took the tablets that the Lord had given him with the commandments on them and threw them down at the foot of the mountain and broke them. Well, in this chapter, the Lord calls for a replacement of the tablets that Moses broke. In verse 1, the Lord said to Moses, Chisel out two stone tablets like the first ones, and I will write on them the words that were on the first tablets which you broke. So once again, the finger of God himself um, wrote on these tablets the same words that had been on the previous tablets. So a replacement set. God condescended to replace these tablets. And then the Lord responded to Moses' request in the last chapter. You may recall Moses had asked, Lord, show me your glory. And the Lord said, okay, I will. And so here it comes in verse 5 of chapter 34. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed his name, the Lord, or his name, Yahweh. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands, and forgiving wickedness and rebellion and sin. Let me just stop right there. And so people have various opinions about the Lord our God. This is the self-revelation of the Lord. This is the Lord revealing how he really is. He's revealing himself to Moses in a very special way, his own unique nature. He's, he's declaring and proclaiming and passing in front of Moses. And so what is his nature? He's compassionate. He's gracious. He's slow to anger. He's full of love, abounding in love, and he's full of faithfulness. That word faithfulness appears all through the scriptures. It's a unique covenant faithfulness that God is for us. He's full of mercy and compassion and faithfulness. 
He says, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. So the Lord our God in the Old Testament as well as the New forgave wickedness, rebellion, and sin, and he was compassionate. Some people think that the God of the Old Testament is not the God of the New. It's not true. And he goes on to say in verse 7, yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. And so this God is a righteous God. Yes, he's compassionate. Yes, he's gracious. Yes, he's slow to anger and abounding in love and faithfulness. Yes, he forgives wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. And so the only way to avoid uh, being a recipient of the punishment of God for whatever sins, iniquity, and transgressions, wickedness, rebellions, and so forth we've committed is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, The Old Testament saints were able to apprehend the righteousness of Jesus by faith through the sacrificial system. But now we have Jesus himself. And so uh, the Lord desires to be compassionate, gracious, abounding in love, etc., etc. And it's contingent on our faith in Christ in the New Testament. Moses once again acts as Israel's intercessor. He bows down and worships the Lord after this fantastic visitation and proclamation of God. And he says, Lord, if I've found favor in your eyes, then let the Lord go with us. Although this is a stiff-necked people, forgive our wickedness and our sin and take us as your inheritance. So he's interceding on behalf of Israel. He says, our wickedness, our sin, he's owning it. He's identifying with the sin of, of his people, not their sin, their wickedness, but ours. And forgive us. It's a corporate prayer as an intercessor. The Lord responds and says various things, including, Be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in the land where you're going, or there will be a snare among you. Why? Because they worship other gods, break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, cut down their Asherah poles, do not worship any other god. For I, the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. And so it's almost like a marital jealousy. The Lord sees the worship of other gods like marital infidelity. He goes on in verse 16 to say, don't let your sons and daughters marry with them. Why? For the same reason you don't make treaties with them, because your sons and daughters will be tempted to worship their false gods. And so this was prohibited. This was not a a racial prohibition for intermarriage. This was a religious prohibition concerning intermarriage. It's very different. And some have um, perverted the word of the Lord in that respect. There's some writings about the observance of the Sabbath again about Pentecost or the Feast of Weeks, Tabernacle and the Feast of Ingathering. And Moses is told to write down these words in verse 27. So whatever was not chiseled into the stone tablets, uh, the additional words, Moses wrote them down. And Moses goes up on the mountain, and uh, the Bible says in verse 28 that he was 40 days and 40 nights on the mountain without food or water. Friends, this is a total fast. Uh, It includes no food, no water, and no sleep. He was 40 days in the presence of the Lord. So this is a supernatural thing. It's not something that you can just decide to go 40 days with no water. Um, Our human anatomy can't stand that. You can go 40 days without food, but nobody in the natural can go 40 days without water. And so Moses not only did that, he didn't sleep for 40 days and 40 nights. Once again, this is a, a definition of a total fast. The result was when Moses came down out of the presence of the Lord, his face was radiant, 
It was shining to the point that everybody was afraid. He had to put a veil over his face when he talked to the people. But when he talked to the Lord, he removed the veil, and uh, the Lord was able to see him face to face uh, as they spoke together. Lord, we just want to acknowledge that Moses, time and time again, acted as Israel's intercessor. Lord, he didn't accuse them and say they have sinned. Lord, he said we have sinned. And Lord, we appealed to you for our nation. We have sinned. We have committed unrighteousness and iniquity. We ask you, Lord, that you would forgive our sin and our iniquity. Forgive our nation, Lord. We are, too, a stiff-necked people, like the children of Israel once were. Lord, we ask that you would have mercy on us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.